gaze at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. The tale of the tape. Cowboys versus 49ers. Oh, boy. This is what we live for. These moments of the huge rivalries. 49ers versus Dallas Cowboys. And both the teams are very good. So that always makes for a great matchup. When you've got the players on each side, the talent level, the, the recent history in the playoffs, it just makes for an outstanding matchup. Both of these teams understand who each other is and exactly what the history means to both franchises. This is going to be a fun episode. I'm going to be going through the numbers of how these teams have stacked up this season, their strengths, their maybe weaknesses, how they correspond with the opponent's strengths and weaknesses. We're just going to go all through the numbers and take a deep dive into the Dallas Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers in this episode. And it's one of my favorite episodes to get into because it means we're kicking off the next week of games. We've already went through the Cardinals. Now we're on to the Dallas Cowboys. So sit back, relax. Uh, if you're watching for the first time and you, and you like what I'm providing, like and subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate it. And if you're listening on an audio platform, 49ers Cut Back on Believe, please give me a five-star rating. I really appreciate that. With that being said, I'd like to talk to you today about Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use our use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember, use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V in all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And where we start is going through the numbers and just taking a, a quick glance at the record. 49ers, of course, 4-0, and with the Dallas Cowboys being 3-1, and the lone blemish being the game against Arizona. So the 49ers just played Arizona, and we know Arizona is a good football team. They definitely uh, have some talent, and they execute pretty well. The 49ers were able to handle business because a very efficient and effective offense that really never gave in to Arizona's defense. There was one punt in the entire game. The rest, five touchdowns for the 49ers. Dallas got behind in that game, and Arizona was able to hold on, winning 28-16. That is the, the lone loss for the Dallas Cowboys and the only common opponent for both the 49ers and Cowboys. Oh, wait, I take it back. The New York football Giants as well. Uh, both went one-on-one -on -one against the New York – or yeah, went one for and win the, the New York football Giants. The Dallas Cowboys absolutely murdered them 40 to nothing. So uh, both teams handled that. So there has been two common opponents – Sorry about that. And then let's talk about points per game. Uh, pretty much identical. San Francisco 49ers averaging 31.3 points. Dallas Cowboys 31.1. 
So how did the 49ers do it? Well, they started off by scoring 30 in their first three weeks, exactly 30 points in the first three games. And then this week against the Arizona Cardinals, they scored 35, 31.3 average. For the Dallas Cowboys, they went 40 against New York. Huge. 30 against the New York Jets, which is a pretty good defense. Uh, they went for they uh, went for 16 against the Arizona Cardinals and then 38 against New England. So uh, they've been scoring above 30 points except for the one loss, which kind of illustrates a way to defeat the Dallas Cowboys is you got to hold their offense in check, which isn't an easy endeavor. That's for sure. They got a lot of talent there. The offensive yards per game, the 49ers are getting just under 400 yards per game between pass and rush. And we'll go specifically through those numbers as well. The Dallas Cowboys at 360, not a big difference here. Uh, so, you know, these, these two teams are pretty close in a lot of categories. So far, we can see record really close, points per game really co close. Now, offensive yards per game very close as well. So how do they do it? Rush yards. 49ers at 153, and of course, the league leady, league leader at the running back position, Christian McCaffrey, with over 500 yards on the ground. He's also leading in rushing touchdowns, uh, touchdowns from the running back position, and yards per game with 117 yards per game on the ground. The Dallas Cowboys at 141, that's nothing to shy away from. That is a very impressive number uh, on the ground, and of course, they're led by Tony Pollard, and they've got a very explosive run game. He's got the speed. He's got breakaway potential. He's also a threat out of the backfield. A very talented Dallas Cowboys backfield. Of course, you know, no Ezekiel Elliott now, but uh, you wouldn't know that they have taken, a, you know, any sort of a step back because they really haven't. Tony Pollard has helped them elevate their run game, and he looks really good. In the passing game, uh, the 49ers have been throwing for 245 yards per game. Brock Purdy, of course, went over. 300 on Thursday night against the New York football giants with 310 and then against Arizona, 283 yards, a really spectacular 20 of 21 for Brock Purdy, only one incompletion. And he was only sacked once in the game. So it's, it's one of those things where Brock Purdy's playing at a very high level. And we're seeing the 49ers pass yards continue to elevate with his success and the continued evolution of Brandon Ayuk and the rest of his playmakers. On the other side, Dak Prescott just really hasn't been asked to throw a whole lot. Uh, when you have a run game that's as talented as they are at a defense that's been playing as good as the Dallas Cowboys defense has, including getting a lot of takeaways, which we'll talk about in a minute, you have a situation where you don't have to ask a lot of your quarterback. And if you don't have to ask a lot, he doesn't have to do a lot. So right now, yes, the Dallas Cowboys passing game hasn't been as effective as I think a lot of people were thinking with the addition of Brandon Cooks. Uh, Cooks really hasn't had much success in Dallas. It's been very limited. Been mainly CeeDee Lamb. Uh, it's been mainly Michael Gallup. And of course, you know, they've had some success at, with the tight end position as well. So they are they missing Dalton Schultz? Yes, but Jake Ferguson led the team this last week with 77 yards receiving against New England. So efficient play from the tight end position. And they've been able to have some success in the passing game, but a lot of their success has come from short fields. That New York Giants game, it felt like every single play uh, was in Giants territory because of the turnovers and then taking advantage of those turnovers. So let's talk a little bit about Dak, Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy. I think this one is interesting uh, because, you know, these guys, 
uh, are completing passes at a very high rate. You got Brock Purdy completing uh, 72.3% of his passes. You got Dak Prescott at 71.3. One percentage point separates them as far as accuracy. If you're over 70%, you're playing at a very high level, and both of them are doing that. And when we go through these numbers, you're going to see uh, they are efficient and effective running their offenses. Brock Purdy, 1,019 yards. The Dak Prescott's 908. Once again, separated by a little over 100 yards. Not a lot. Touchdowns. Brock Purdy, five. Dak Prescott, four. But Brock Purdy has had the advantage of throwing more uh, touchdowns. And, and to be honest, there's two that end up being laterals like, that are counted as run plays that could have easily been Brock Purdy touchdowns if he throws it just a smidgen ahead. That was one to Christian McCaffrey, his first touchdown in the game against the Cardinals, and then one to Debo Samuel the week before against the New York Giants. Both of those could have been touchdowns uh, thrown for Brock Purdy. So Purdy, though, playing really well, had five touchdowns. Both are doing well, taking care of the football as well. Brock Purdy, no interceptions. He did have a strip fumble uh, by T.J. Watt. Watt was able to get the ball out, so he has one turnover, but it's not through an interception. Dak Prescott threw an interception against Arizona that basically – uh, cleared the game for Arizona and, and clinched it for him. So uh, he's only had one turnover. He's taking care of the football at a very high rate. So you got to give some love to Dak Prescott for doing that. So you see a lot of equivalences between the two. As far as sacks, Dak Prescott, though he's known more for his mobility, has been sacked six times, where Brock Purdy, not known for his mobility, has only been sacked seven. One thing about Purdy, he can move around in the pocket very well. This year, he showed the ability to be able to climb the pocket, which last year it was more scramble to the left, scramble to the right. This year, he's more efficient with his pocket uh, movement and awareness and getting rid of the ball, and he can do it all. He can roll right, he can roll left, and now he can climb the pocket, which is going to be very important against the Cowboys in this matchup because they have pass rushers coming from everywhere. And then rating. Uh, Brock Purdy's rating is 115.3. The Dak Prescott's 96.1, but just a model of efficiency, you know, between these two quarterbacks. They're really playing at a high level, and you can see why their offenses are ranked in the top 10 in the NFL. Uh, just a very talented group on both sides. Lots of playmakers, whether you, you got Brock Purdy that has Debo, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk. Uh, it goes on and on. We're on the other side with the Cowboys, you know, you got C.D. Lamb, Tony Pollard, Michael Gallup, uh, Brandon Cooks, Jake Ferguson, who we talked about earlier. Talent on talent on both sides of the ball and very talented on the front side, too, where you got offensive line Trent Williams and Aaron Banks who are playing lights out football. Banks, one of the top five guards right now in the league. And then on the other side, you still have Zach Martin and, and really talented offensive lineman for Dallas. This is going to be a fun matchup between the two. Strength on strength, which we'll get into all during the week. Offensive line versus defensive line for both teams. It's going to be a lot of fun. Third down conversion rate. Uh, this is this is offenses you know, being able to execute at a high level. 49ers had some early struggles in the front part of the season uh, against the Rams. That They definitely had struggles. They were two of seven against the Rams in third down conversion rate. They were still able to score 30 points and win the game, but you want that number up. 47% is higher than their percentage all of last year, so they're a more efficient offense right now on third down. And this week against the Arizona Cardinals, they only faced five third downs and converted on three of them, and then converted on a fourth down. So only one time were they unable to convert, which they had to punt 
one Wisnowski punt. Uh, that is playing at a high level. But Dallas Cowboys are nothing uh, behind, you know, nothing to be thought about as far as not being able to execute. They execute at a high level on third down, 51% efficiency rate on third down. That is very impressive. Uh, that is number one in the league, by the way. So the Dallas Cowboys, if they get to third down and it's third and five and shorter, they have a really good chance of converting. So you got to make sure you force third and long situations for Dak Prescott if you're the 49ers because the Cowboys convert at a very high rate. And they're a very talented team. And so that's going to be interesting to monitor. But both offenses very effective on third down. These are two of the better rates in the entire NFL and they're going against really good defenses on the other side. Uh, defenses that don't give up third down conversions very well. Dallas Cowboys, elite. They only give up third down conversions on 30% of attempts. That is great defense. And one of the keys to any football game is making sure that you stop people on third down. Getting off the field is very important. And the Dallas Cowboys are one of the best in the league to do it. So you see, they give up. 30% on third down, the 49ers at 47% conversion rate on offense. Something's got to give. There's a 17-point difference there. That's going to be interesting to watch. 49ers' third down conversion rate had been under 40%, but Arizona Cardinals faced a lot of third and short, which they were able to convert on, and that raised the value up to 40%. So 49ers' third down defense is kind of trending very similar to last year where they're very good in third and middle and third and long. So third and five and beyond, they're really good. Third and one, third and two, uh, that's where a lot of teams have success. And we've seen the Arizona Cardinals use the tush push uh, to be very successful and continue to get first downs. So I think that is something the 49ers have to work on, making sure it's third and five. Don't allow teams to stay on schedule. If they stay on schedule, the Dallas Cowboys are getting four on first down three on second down or four on first down and, you know, five on second down and it's third and one. The odds of them converting are at such a high rate that the 49ers struggle to get off the field in those third and short situations. So that's something the 49ers need to continue to work at and continue to get better at. And you see that there's an advantage there. Cowboys convert at 51% on offense. 49ers give it up at 40%. Something's got to give there. And if the Cowboys start stringing together, third down conversions because of third and short situations or Dak is just able to execute with his weapons. Uh, that will wear on the offense a little bit or wear on the defense a little bit and that will make for long drives. So something to monitor in this game is strength on strength type situation uh, for both teams in this matchup. So next up, let's talk about the defenses and points per game. The 49ers give up 14.5 points per game, which is fantastic. Uh, the largest output against the 49ers defense this year is 23 points by the Rams. They kicked that last-second field goal to get it to 23 and make it so the 49ers only won that game by seven, which is also their lowest margin of victory this season. They've dominated pretty much every game that they've played in. But look at Dallas, 10.3. Dallas has played so well on defense, and they just don't give up points. 10.3 leads the NFL in uh, points per game allowed. They gave up zero to the New York Giants in week one, 10 to the Jets in week two. They gave up 28 to Arizona in that offense. Uh, so you see a little bit of a difference there, and that's why their number's even at 10, or it'd be lower. And then they only give up three to New England and Mac Jones. So a very, very good defense as far as not allowing 
other teams to score. And, I mean, when you got talent like they got, uh, there's a good reason why. They have a really good pass rush. You know, of course, everyone talks about Micah Parsons, but they got Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Jonathan Hankins, who's already said he thinks this is the year that the Cowboys are going to be able to get to the 49ers. We'll see. Uh, but they got a talent on the back end as well. They brought in Stephon Gilmore, and he's been battling. He's been following uh, the good receivers around. Of course, the big injury is Trayvon Diggs. But Deron Bland, the same sort of thing happened last year. Anthony Brown got hurt. Uh, Deron Bland had to move to the outside corner when the 49ers played them in the playoffs. So this is not uncommon. Now, of course, the interesting part, right? Anthony Brown is now with the 49ers. So that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, both of these defense are highly effective and they play well. And these marks are probably going to elevate a little bit during the season. But anything close to this, you'll be in the running for uh, top scoring defense in the entire league. Last year, the 49ers were just over 16 points per game. And so these guys are are playing at such a high level. 49ers and Cowboys, you see defense is so good. So let's talk defensive yards allowed. Uh, the 49ers have given up more yards, 284 yards to the Cowboys, 259. Uh, so it's it's not that much difference between the two. It's, you know, it's just right there. So this is a handful of plays difference between the two. I will say this, numbers can be skewed on both teams uh, because of these blowouts and how... You know, they're getting backups and things like that. The entire drive for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, their last drive of the game was against 49ers backups, and they were allowed to get a lot of yardage in that. So 49ers are giving up more yards than the Cowboys right now, and the, the Cowboys defense has been absolutely stingy. So give them props for what they're doing. They're a very effective uh, defense. So let's talk pass yards per game. The 49ers give up 218 to the Cowboys 148. Cowboys passed... Defense has been at such a high level. They have great pass rushers that can get after you, and they have sticky coverage on the back end. One thing we're going to talk about in a minute is takeaways, which they are very, very good at. So uh, right here, you see advantage Dallas Cowboys as far as secondary, which is interesting because you know they are missing Trayvon Diggs, who's on IR, but yet they've still been effective, even though they've been having to go to Jordan Lewis to play the nickel which is a advantage you would think for the 49ers. And I'm sure we're going to talk about Jordan Lewis this week uh, and that matchup, because there are some matchups that the 49ers have to be able to take advantage of to defeat this Cowboys team. And the Cowboys have some advantages of their own. So it's going to be a fun matchup this week. Lots of content coming your way. Make sure you check in on the, on the, the channel all week long. As far as rush yards, here's where it's advantage 49ers. The 49ers give up 66 yards per game. They have not given up a 100-yard rusher the entire year. They have been getting after teams. Uh, they stopped Najee Harris. You know, I mean, of course, the New York Giants didn't really uh, have their starting group, but they held the Rams in check. And then they stopped last, last week James Conner. And James Conner went off against the Dallas Cowboys. Well, you see the Dallas Cowboys give up 111 yards. And, of course, a lot of that was in the Arizona game. Uh, James Conner and uh, Joshua Dobbs and the rest of that Arizona Cardinals team was highly effective against the Cowboys. So this is one of those ones where you've seen earlier that both of these teams are very good rushing attacks on offense. And then you see there's a little bit of an advantage for the 40 yards in defense. And that's going to be important. You have to make sure you stop Tony Pollard and make the Cowboys one-dimensional. If you don't, they're, they're going to have a field day. And to be honest, Tony Pollard had a lot of success last year in the playoffs against the 49ers until he was injured. Now, it was a different 49ers defensive line, that's for sure. Uh, it was not a healthy Javon Kinlaw, 
It was not a healthy Eric Armstead. Well, now it is. It's a healthy uh, Eric Armstead, and now it's a Javon Hargrave. Uh, so he's being added to this rivalry. I'm sure it's not going to be too much of a difference. Uh, coming from Philadelphia, he'll already understand what this rivalry means. But those two guys are going to be tasked with stopping the run on the interior. And, of course, Bosa and Cleveland Farrell on the outside. Farrell has played really well setting the edge against the run. And Bosa is just all world at doing pass rush and setting the edge against the run. Of course, the 49ers have three really good linebackers. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan and you're watching this episode, uh, just want to let you know, Oren Burks, number 48, he's he's a real deal. So the 49ers lost Aziz Alshire, but Oren Burks has been playing at a high level. And so we'll see how much the Cowboys decide to keep the 49ers in base 4-3 uh, by running you know, two tight end sets. If they do, you're going to see Oren Burks flashing. He's pretty good. He's pretty fast, and he's big uh, and can run. So that'll be something interesting to watch, whether it's it's running the football for Dallas against the 49ers nickel and Isaiah Oliver or running the ball against their 4-3 with Oren Burks. I think most teams will probably elect to try to go after Isaiah Oliver. But 49ers, really good against stopping the run. Cowboys, over 100 yards given up. That might be the weakness of the Cowboys' defense that the 49ers have to exploit. Uh, but in that category, that's when teams usually can somewhat uh, correct it. Will that open up the passing game then for the 49ers, which they did last year in the playoffs? Let's talk turnovers. Both of these teams take care of the football at such a high level. Only one turnover for each, and it's by the quarterback. One interception by Dak Prescott, one fumble by Brock Purdy. Other than that, nothing. Now, have there been other opportunities? Yes. Have the other teams been able to take advantage of those opportunities? No. The 49ers had put two snaps on the ground with exchange problems from Jake Brendel and with Brock Purdy. Kyle Shanahan talked about the fact that it was a, a snap count issue. Uh, either the snap count was coming be, uh, early, the ball was coming early, or the ball was coming late. One of the two was happening. Either way, they got it worked out. No fumble snaps this week, which is impressive. So these two teams take care of the football at a very high rate, which we know efficiency-wise, that's what you have to do to be a good team. So think about this. The Dallas Cowboys are one of the best on third down conversion rate at 51%. That's impressive. Then they don't turn over the football. That's why you've got lopsided wins. Uh, they are very good at that. And efficiency is very important in this league. So the Dallas Cowboys are doing it at a high rate, which means the 49ers defense is going to have to disrupt this. They're going to have to get after Dak Prescott and try to force turnovers. And to be honest, the last two occasions the 49ers played Dak, he did turn over the football. And when he did, the 49ers were able to take big advantage of those opportunities. So I believe that it could come down to giveaways. Whichever team ends up turning over the football could be on the opposite side of where they want to be and get that loss. Uh, so this is going to be something huge in this game. Third down conversions, always huge. Giveaways and takeaways, always huge as well. So let's talk takeaways. The Dallas Cowboys take the ball away. Last year, they were number one in the league. They took it away 33 times, and they're right back on that trend. In fact, trending even better than they were last year. Ten takeaways already this season. It's impressive. And against New England, they were taking the ball away from Mac Jones, including a pick six by Deron Bland. Absolutely great. I mean, but it was a terrible throw. Let's be honest. Mac Jones rolling right, throws all the way across the field, across his body. I mean, great play by Deron Bland, and he takes it to the house. And I'm I'm super excited for him and, and what it meant for him in his career. But uh, that's a terrible pass. You just can't make those kinds of throws. And I don't expect Brock Purdy to give that kind of opportunities. 
Uh, but Dallas is a ball hawking team. They come up with the football. So Brock's going to have to be extra careful. Uh, this is going to be his biggest test, whether he can keep from turning over the football. Last week against Arizona, there was absolutely no opportunities for Arizona to get an interception. He was that clean. Uh, but from week to week, you just never know. And Dallas has got the pass rush to go with a very ball hawking secondary. That usually leads to turnovers. 49ers have caused five turnovers last week. No turnovers. It's the first week they hadn't caused a turnover in a game. And all of their turnovers come via interception. Uh, everyone in the secondary has had an interception in the starting secondary, except for Tashawn Gibson. He got his hand on the ball. And he's also a 32 interceptions in his career. So he's due for one coming up here pretty soon. But uh, they've been making some plays. Fred Warner dropped a, a clear interception this week. So we'll see if the 49ers can force some turnovers. I think that is a big-time advantage if they can. Dak Prescott has shown prone, you know, proneness to be able to do that. Uh, we'll see if that's the case in this matchup. And then turnover differential, which is hugely important. 49ers are plus four. Dallas Cowboys are plus nine. And this is the first time the 49ers are going against a team this season that has a higher differential in turnover uh, than, than they do. So the 49ers at plus four, still a great number. Last year, they were plus 13 for the whole season, which was one of the best in the league. And this year, uh, the Dallas Cowboys are plus nine. That's effective right there. So they cause turnovers at a high level. They don't turn over the football. Seems like a recipe for success. So the Dallas Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers, you see the numbers. They Both of these teams are highly talented. Uh, they just got you know really good football players on both sides of the ball and guys that can make a lot of plays you know, on, on, the, on each side. Let's talk about some of the players on defense uh, and some of the interesting matchups real quick that I'm curious about. Uh, I think, the, number one, you have to look at strength of the defensive line. It's really good. And they got guys that are backups uh, that are going to be able to make plays as well. And I think that the 49ers are going to have to run the football pretty consistently against this Cowboys team. Uh, but they've got a lot of talent. I think the big question marks are going to be, you know, how well is Deron Bland going to be able to play against somebody like Brandon Ayuk? And what happens with Jordan Lewis? And can you get him matched up in a matchup you like? Also, something to monitor is linebackers for Dallas, Damone Clark and Leighton Vander Esch against Christian McCaffrey. So far, McCaffrey has been an absolute terror in the passing game against linebackers of other teams. I think that's interesting. Now, as far as the Cowboys go on offense, uh, I think Jake Ferguson is going to be an interesting matchup for Fred Warner, Talno Ufonga, and others. He's been pretty good this season. I've been impressed with him in the games that I've watched. I thought he's looked really good. And, of course, you know Tony Pollard and the athleticism and what he's going to be able to do uh, is going to be is going to be fun. And then let's see what happens with the Cowboys' offensive line. It looks like everyone's going to be back. And if they are back, uh, full-strength offensive line versus full-strength 49ers defensive line going to create some good matchups that we're going to be able to talk about all week. I'm looking forward to all of it. Uh, as far as things coming up this week, of course, I'm going to go through offensive key matchups this week, defensive key matchups. You want to come back to the channel for all those. Um, and then, you know, after the game, I'll be doing a live reaction show. Uh, but also tomorrow on the PSF app. So on Wednesday, you can come over, download the PSF app from wherever you download apps and come on over and join the 40 hours chat room. You jump in, me and Mark Adams are going to do our red and bold show. We're going to talk a little Arizona, and then we're going to preview the game versus the 49ers versus Cowboys. So come on over, check it out, uh, and interact with us in chat. You can live chat while you're there. It's a lot of fun. I hope you guys will all enjoy or join us for that. 
Um, you guys truly are the best. Lots of content coming out this week. 49ers versus Cowboys. It doesn't get better. It just doesn't. This is going to be a lot of fun all week. I think the energy is going to continue to amp up as we go through. But I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.